I'm Jamie Gennaro, and this is Business for Humans. Let's talk about taking your business to a new level without the suits and without being a robot. Here, you can be yourself, you can be imperfect, you can be flawed, and you can still have raging success. So let's go. Well, hi, everyone. I am very excited to be jumping back into the client conversations. And today I am here with Shemaine Doyle. And Shemaine is based out of Ireland. And we've been working together for more than a year now, um, helping Shemaine launch her business, which is called Brave. And I want Shemaine to tell you more about her and her business. Welcome. Thank you, Jamie. I am delighted to be here. Um, I'm delighted to support you as well. Um, So I'm Shemaine. I'm based in Dublin. um, And my business is Brave. Uh, Brave is essentially a food and beverage marketing agency. Um, And I suppose what I I aim to do is unlock opportunities for food and beverage brands and then bring them to life in a brave and bold way. So essentially, we do, um, we work with Irish food and and international food companies and we work to identify what are those big opportunities that they have. We sit at a strategic level and we support them to bring any new opportunities to life and to help really grow their business and that's fundamentally what we try and do. (laughs) So it's amazing listening to you talk about Brave now because Mm -hmm. when we were working together to help launch Brave your ideas of what you wanted to do and how you wanted to shape this business, you know, you obviously didn't have them completely sorted yet. But what's really fun for me, and I'm just going to say this now because it's just so true, especially with you. When I sit down with you at the beginning of this journey, I see you as you are right now, (laughs) right? Like I have this, this way of seeing into the potential that you have. And what's so exciting for me, watching you on this journey is that I, I got it right. <laughs> you, know, you, just, you just never know. But I just remember sitting down with you and seeing so much potential when you would go into places where you're like, I'm, I'm worried about this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull this off. And I never had any doubts, right? And here you are running a successful business. You have a team now, you have amazing clients. And I think that journey of figuring out the right clients for you, like the people that were the right fit for you has been really fun to watch also, like where you've landed. So tell me a bit of where you were when we started working together. Um, so I suppose I always, not always, sorry, just in, in uh, back in 2019, so I lived in the Middle East for 11 years. And before I moved back, I needed to figure out what I wanted to do when I moved back and I had a session with a with coach at that time and it, it came to me that I wanted to set up my own business so it was like it was very clear that that's what I wanted to do what it was going to be what I was going to do I didn't really know but it was going to be something around marketing um, and so Fast forward 2021, we moved back um, and then in 2022, I decided to go out on my own. I knew in my gut I wanted to go out and do on my own. I knew that I wanted to do, like, like Brave kept coming and Brave and Bold marketing ideas. Um, 
And I knew I needed a coach to get me there as well, because I knew my mind was going to play tricks on me because there was so much, there was fear about the unknown. Was I going to make it a success? There was, um, you know, I believe that people would be saying, oh, you've been out of the country too long. You don't know what you're doing. Um, I was anxious. I was, um, you know, I was new to it all. I was back in the market. Um, I'd been away for a long time and I needed to build up my network. So I, there was the fear like of going out and talking to people and telling them what I'm doing. And you're almost, I almost in my mind, oh, I was a bit embarrassed. Like, it's like, yeah, that's my own thing. And it's like, and I just, I just didn't have the confidence. Um, I knew what I wanted to do, but it was just hard to put it all together and to visualize that it was, it was going to work like. Um, but I also, I suppose, on one sense, you know, I was passionate. I knew what I, I wanted to make it a success. Um, and I wasn't afraid if it didn't, if it wasn't successful. If it wasn't successful, I always thought, well, look, you've got over 20 years marketing experience. If it doesn't work, you can always go back to corporate that probably drove me more to make it a success because I didn't want to go back. I don't ever want to go back into the corporate world. So, yeah. So I, I would say the overarching, you know, emotion was fear from the beginning. Yes. And I think what's interesting is hearing you replay some of those thoughts, like, oh, coming back, people were, you know, going to think I'd been out of the country for too long. And this is so much of what we work on together are these thoughts that you are deciding for other people, what they think or how they yeah. might feel or what might happen. And, and it's such an interesting way that our mind does play tricks on us that is, you know, why do we, why do we lean on the, like the bad side of what might happen when we don't know what's going to happen either way? Why don't we lean into the good side of what might happen? We don't let ourselves go there because it just doesn't feel realistic in some way. Yeah. But you were so effective of, at, you've always been able to identify those thoughts and very quickly recognize them and start to reshape them. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, you, you, you tend to kind of talk yourself out of those thoughts really quickly, which is why you've had so much success in such a short amount of time. So mm -hmm. much of it rests on the mindset piece, thinking about you not having confidence now seeing where you are seems crazy. I mean, I know yeah. it, it, it vacillates, but it's so different right now yeah. knowing what you're capable of and knowing what you've been able to do and the confidence that just comes from that thinking yeah. that you didn't have that is. Yeah. And, and I, I remember us having a session and it was about me saying to you about all oh, the thoughts of like the sales element of what I have to do, like going in and, and almost selling myself. And I thought like, oh my God, it was making me sick. Like the thoughts of it, I'm nervous. But once you actually get out and do it, like a year later, and it just comes so natural to me now, it, it doesn't, it's not sales anymore. It's just, this is what I do. And I actually have a bit of experience in it. And I'm just much more confident and I don't look at it as the word sales doesn't come into my head. Like it's just, I just naturally talk about the business and that I do and you either like it or you don't like it. You're interested or you're not interested. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. You know. Yes. That is a big one. I think for a lot of people who are in the services industry, there is this anxiety about sales and it, it's just another one of those mindset things where you can tell yourself, this is something I don't like. It's something I'm not good at. Sales means this, sales means that. 
Or you just tell yourself, I'm going into a conversation with somebody I've never met before, and I'm just going to talk to them about things. Right. And then it doesn't feel like sales anymore. It just feels like you talking about things you're passionate about. And that's it. And and like I, I veer away. Okay. Obviously if I have to do proposals and that, but an example, I, I met a potential client or somebody today. You know, my old brain would have been, oh, I need to pre- prepare a, a sales deck or, you know, put everything on. I was like, no, this is about me telling them, you know, what I'm passionate, let it come natural, not nothing rehearsed. It's just, it comes natural because it's, and I talk naturally and, and that's where, you know, they see my passion and, and what I do. Like, and, um, and yeah, it doesn't, I, you know, I went into a meeting today and it was, it was no nerves. It was just a nice conversation over a coffee. And that's, that's the way I think of it now. Like, Yes, it's huge. I think that's so much of how you end up building confidence too. So I think what happens is we start out without confidence and then we go into these conversations over-preparing, not being ourselves, not being authentic. And then we feel defeated because, oh, see, it's just proving that we don't have any confidence and we don't know what we're doing and see, look, here's the result. And it's so funny because when you start doing it for a while and you start to step into your confidence, you realize that, oh no, I don't need the over preparation. I don't need the extra things. I don't need to take a course. I don't need to like watch some video to tell me how to do it. I just need to go in as myself. And then, and then it's interesting how the momentum of confidence just builds because then you start to see results when you're just yourself. And Mm -hmm. that's the best place to start to pull the confidence from. Yeah. It's beautiful to watch. It's really fun. So, so knowing where you were when we started together, and I know that you had the awareness to tell yourself at that time, like, oh yeah, a coach is what's going to help me get there. What was your sort of, what were you hoping to achieve? What was your expectation of, of the assistance you'd have by working with a coach? Um, so when I, yeah, I, I just, I knew from the beginning I needed a coach to get me through. I needed a sounding board. I needed somebody that was not um, like in my family or, you know, somebody neutral, a neutral party. And I wanted somebody that had, that was like-minded and that kind of got me and um, was able to just support on both. The, I wanted somebody to be able to support me when like business decisions and, and, you know, if it's quotes or pricing or, you know, dealing with pitches and all that. But then I also wanted somebody to help build up my confidence and to make sure that I wasn't going to go into that fear mindset. And, and that's what I really need. I knew it was, it was, a, it was a double whammy and it had to be a, a coach, not just solely focused on career. It had to be focused on my business, but also on the mindset. Um, Cause I think, you know, I think, so much of the success is down to your mindset and having confidence. It's just, it's unbelievable. Like, I mean, I talk about kind of the fear and how much fear I had, but I don't fear anymore. I was just, it's just not there. It just doesn't show up. Like, um, it, like even the biggest presentations I've done recently, it just doesn't show up. And you told me something once about, um, I think it was something about a, a presentation that I had and I didn't feel good about it. And you were like, well, that doesn't define your success. You know, just because this didn't go well or or it, or that client isn't happy with something that you've done, that doesn't mean that you're not successful. 
and that just means that they they are, they think differently or something. So I always think about that like the same as if I'm meeting a potential new client. Um, I suppose in the early days, you're thinking, I need this client because I need to grow my business. And, and once you kind of get out there and, and do start winning business, then, you know, it doesn't become like, oh my God, I have to have this business. And it becomes desperate. Like it's, and so you're not afraid if you don't win that business. You're not afraid if it doesn't work. Um, if, if that, you know, potential client doesn't work. So, so the fear um, definitely went away. And I think, one of the biggest things, my mindset that you had to adjust for me was around um, taking that corporate brain of mine that thought I had to work 12 hours a day. And like, if I'm not working, then clearly I'm not successful. Like that was, I feel like that was brain training. Like you really had to train my brain and it really worked because I used to be saying, oh, well, I can, you know, I'll work in the evening and, or the times that I wasn't busy or something, I'd be like thinking, oh, I'm not a success. And you have trained me to believe that, again, t- like it's not about quantity, it's about quality of work that you put in. I was able to take a week's holiday um, in the summer. I, t- I took a couple of weeks holidays, but one particular week I went to my um, in-laws and it wasn't a holiday as such. I said, I'll go and I'll work from there. Like I probably did about seven hours work in the whole week but I felt like I had a successful week I didn't nobody in my business didn't fail and I got to spend time with my family so being able to really switch off that corporate um that corporate wheel of oh my god I need to be working 12 hours a day like to me that means success because that doesn't mean success it's about the quality of what you do and you know you know more than anything part of my what I do and why I do it is for my family and for my kids so that I'm around for them. Um, and I need that balance in my life. I need to not be working 12 hours a day. I need to be around for them because if I if it eats into that, I'll resent this business and I won't be happy. So, you know, I've I, in the year I've had, I'm having that balance. I'm around for my kids. I'm, you know, I'm, I finish uh, at four o'clock every evening. And there's, there's no... There's no if, buts, or maybe about that. I finish and and because I need to be around my family. Like so, but when I started on this journey, I would have thought I was a failure because I was leaving at four o'clock. Oh, people are going to think I'm really bad. I'm not good. I'm not dedicated. And also, you know, you look on social media and you see all these entrepreneurs that have like that are working every hour and killing it and everything. And you think, oh God, that should be me. That you know, I'm not doing well. Like, but actually. You are doing well. You're just not. You're just not working ridiculous hours. You're doing. You know. You just. I feel like I'm smarter. I wish I'd have had these skills when I was in the corporate world and I had to set those boundaries. But look, I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't have learned all those skills back then as well. Yeah, this is one of the biggest things I think. Not only for you, but I think it's not only a women's burden to bear, but I do think that sometimes we feel more of a sense of, of proving ourselves in a way. I think there's this proving energy that we put into things because I felt the same way when I was an employee. I always felt like I needed to one-up myself. I needed to prove something more. I needed to drive that next big thing. And, and it's part of, you know, our personalities and, and our work ethics as well. But I think there is this, this sort of outward or outside 
force that makes us feel like we need to show up that way, that we're not allowed to rest. And I think it's also when we're moms and we're running households and all of that too, we don't really get to rest fully. There's always something we have to do. Yeah. And I think that really starts to show up in our business where we, we kind of overextend ourselves. We, we over kind of nurture our business because it's our baby. And we're like, we need to just show up more and more. And, and I think even the way that people show up on social media, it sets up this precedent too, of just the way we show up publicly, like, oh, I must not have a successful business if I'm not posting on Instagram every day. And if I'm not doing LinkedIn posts and all these things, but I mean, the reality is the people that <laughs> that have time to post yeah. are probably not working that much. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that this lesson is probably the one that is most important to me. I feel like this is the reason I do what I do is to break this pattern that people have that we just need to grind ourselves to a pulp and then live our best lives when we're not working anymore. Like I just... Yeah. Feel like there's such an imbalance in that. It feels really unfair. It feels really yeah. unfair that we can't just live and work. Yeah, in a way that feels joyful. Exactly, because at the end of the day, I know when I have balance, but also when I, you know, if if I've had a really tough week, like Monday to Thursday, and I work a half day and a Friday, if I've had a tough week, and I might say. I might take Friday off and I've done that a couple of times and the pleasure I get of being able to say I can take that time off and knowing that I'll get back into it on Monday and I'll be like super on it again because I've been able to take a break away from it and let my mind rest I think that balance is so important I think you can be so much more productive by having that balance and I just think you know we've been brought up in a culture like I, I certainly in my career it's been work 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 all the time 12 hour days you have to prove yourself who's in first who's there the latest and actually um I think people work better and harder and they're more productive when they have that balance and I suppose that's the whole thing around four day work weeks and everything coming out I definitely feel it like if I once I have that balance and know that I if I'm having a day off or something that's fine because I'm going to get back into it. And taking that day off, as you used to say to me, that doesn't mean your business is going to fail just because like you're taking a day off. And, and, and of course, you're still a success, by the way, <laughs> even though you took that day off. Like. Because of it, really. I mean, in a lot of ways, because of it. It's, mm-hmm. it's empowering when you feel the ability to say, I need time. Mm-hmm. To be able to say it, whether you're an employee or you're working for yourself or you have to tell clients sometimes, hey, I'm, I'm taking this time. There's no real apology for it. Yeah. It does make you better. I think it does make you more productive and it helps you get perspective sometimes on problems you're trying to solve. Sometimes you need to step away from those problems to really solve them well yeah. instead of just thinking that sitting in front of your computer is going to solve the problem. Um, But it's a really hard one to train out of. And you were very open and ready for that shift. Mm. It was the reason you started your business, right? So you were committed to making that, that change, but it's a hard, it's a really hard one. And what's interesting is a lot of people like to blame other people when they work in a business, when they're an employee. It's like, well, it's my company's fault. It's my manager's fault. There are all these reasons why I can't take time off. It's the client's fault. It's the way we've set up the structure of the project, whatever. And then you start running your own business and you're like, oh, there's nobody to blame. 
(laughs) If I don't take time off or I don't take breaks, it's on me. Like there's no one to blame anymore. You realize that it's a pattern that you've had in your whole life. You probably could have asked for the time, but you just didn't. Yeah. But, and and I I go back to the term brain training. Like I I feel, and it's only now, you know, a year and a bit into my business that I look back and go, oh, I don't have that fear anymore. And two, I'm okay with like finishing at like four o'clock and maybe not working late tonight and, or, you know, I'm okay with that or I'm okay with taking time off. But, but that took a year of training and, and realizing that, um, taking that time off means you're still going to, you're going to go harder at it. You're going to go better. You're still successful. Things are still coming in. You're still winning new business, et cetera. Um, so there's no bad impact by not working 12 hours a day. Like, you know, it's all, it's all good. It's actually all probably more positive because like, I'm not burnt out. Yeah. It's helpful when you start to see those types of results, Yeah, which yeah. is a great segue into the, the other question I wanted to ask you is how did you know? So you start in a place where you have fear, you're feeling insecure. When did you start to see things starting to shift? How did you know that your brain was being trained? Um, I think you know, when I started, when you went, when you win your first client, when I won my first client, oh, wow, wow, that's okay. That's the first step. And, and I think that was literally, it's like the force behind you that you needed that momentum to propel you forward. And as you then, you know, then start winning some more clients and some more work, and then you deliver the work and you're getting this compliment back and you're getting referrals and you're getting people saying like, um, you know, that's really good work. We love it. We love what you've done. And to me, I just, that made me go, oh my God, like I love what I do. And I've had um, two things recently. Uh, yeah, one was uh, a client saying to me, um, we, we think of you like a partner. Um, and I just, I reflect on that and went, oh my God, that is my, that's my ultimate goal with every client is it's not, oh, I'm your marketing, you know, I want to be your partner. I want to help you. I want to help your business. And if I can find ways and go above and beyond a little bit and make their life a bit easier, then I'm clearly doing a good job. And for them to say to me, and I'm going, that's little old me with my little business that I'm their partner. I was like, oh my God, I'm definitely doing the right thing. And then another one I had was um, a lady that I work closely with and she, well, we're good friends and she refers me and I refer her and that. And she said to me, um, I, she spoke to a potential client, a potential somebody, she was referring me and she said, now she's very much in demand and you'd be very lucky to get her. And I was thinking, is she talking about someone else? <laughs> but I was like, oh my God, that's so nice like to hear that. And to, she's extremely well regarded and well respected. And it was like, she's very much in demand. And I was like, oh, that's me. So um I just, you know, the work, I love the work I do. I love the people that I work with. I love working with great clients. And I, but I love to see them happy with my work and, you know, with my team's work. And, you know, this is all, this is what I love. And I get joy out of it. um, And it makes me really happy to do this work. And then I have to pinch myself and go, this is my business sometimes. You know, I forget that, that, you know, this is my business. um, And, uh, and, you know, I've created this and I, have a big vision for it as well. So, um, yeah. I love that so much. I love it. I love it. And it's always a good reminder too, when you're at this place in your business and still, you know, if someday 
worry comes up or scarcity comes up, it's amazing to know that you did create this from scratch out of your own brain, which means you can do anything else that comes up next, right? I think that is the part where you pinch yourself and say, oh, everything that I see here, I have created out of my own brain. And that's why mindset is so important in this journey, because it's your brain that's creatively coming up with solutions to things and how to get through roadblocks and also just how to create the thing that it is that you're bringing into the world and selling. So it's just, that's such a confidence booster too, to just remember like this all came out of my brain. So whatever I need to solve for next is also going to come out of my brain. And there's no reason to question that it's also going to be equally successful, if not more successful than what I've already created. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. And I think that's a really good point because your brain can make you so successful, but your brain can equally uh, limit your success because yes. your brain can tell you that, no, you're not good enough. No, you're not you know, strong enough. No, you're not good at what you do. And the sooner you can attack that, put it away and park it, then you can just keep being, getting on with your work and being successful and doing the right thing. But the longer that that other brain sits there giving you fear and doubt, um, the longer it's holding you back. So that's why, you know, the, the addressing that uh, as early as possible will allow you to be as successful quicker. Like. Exactly. Which I think probably answers the next question, which is what would you say to people at the beginning of their journey? I think it sounds like you probably have more to add, but it sounds like one of the really important things is to address that early, is to okay. know when you have those limiting beliefs and then that that negative voice that's in your head telling you not to do it or it's not realistic or what do you think you you're doing why are you the right person to do it we all have those thoughts but yeah I think you're right the sooner you find a way to let go of them yeah yeah and it won't happen overnight it takes it takes time but you just have to always believe in yourself and believe in what you're doing um, and, you know, I think one of the biggest things is you know, piece, piece of advice, I, I'd say, is like, <clears throat> if you feel it in your gut, and we all know what that gut feels, and everybody says it, yeah, like, you know, when I was thinking about starting a business, I was either going to go into corporate or I was going to to come this way, and just everything pushed me. You you always say, go where, the, where you have this warm feeling as opposed to the not so good feeling. Everything for me was, I felt it in my gut that this was the right thing to do. And if you feel it in your gut, like, don't worry about how you're going to do it. Just get there. You will get there. Like, if you know it's right, it's in your gut, you want to do it, do it. You will get there and you'll find out. You'll figure out the how along the way. Um, and, you know, not to be afraid to make it in any mistake. You know, I think of a mistake now. If I make a mistake and I go, oh, it's a learning. All it is is a lesson. Just something that you're going to learn, you're going to take that with you the next time. You know, it's just a lesson. It's not, don't beat yourself up about it. It's absolutely fine. You learn it and you just move on and, and bring it with you. Um, yeah. Yes, I think that is really important. And I think that people, a lot of times, the whole fear piece when people are thinking about jumping from a job or jumping into working for themselves is this idea like, what if I fail? 
what if I fail publicly? What if I do this and I tell everybody I'm doing it and then I fail? And I don't even like that word. I don't think it exists. There is no such thing. You might make a mistake or something might not go exactly as planned, or maybe you could have gone this way when you went that way. But you're right. It's just a learning. Like if you're not making money in your first business, there's some statistic that says you will make 50%, you know, more than you made at your first job in your second business. Yeah. Right. So there are, it's a building block. And that's how you have to look at it. Everything that you're doing is, is a way to learn for the next level when you're leveling up in your business or in your career, there's no such thing as failure. There yeah. literally isn't, there's no way you're going to fail because everything is going to get you someplace yeah. on that path somewhere further down the road. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's been such a pleasure, Shamine, talking to you today. I love working with you. Something that I like that coaches say is I really like coaching your brain. <laughs> well, you have coached is, my brain. It's and so I love fascinating. To, I love to be able to show you and it's like, you know, to show you the successes and I suppose, you know, the fruition of it all coming to life. And, you know, I love that. Um, uh, I love being able to tell you, it's, you know, you're like, you are my teacher, my mentor, and I love being able, making you proud. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. And I have to say too, you know, when I was um, building my business and trying to figure out my niche and who I wanted to work with, it was interesting when you came along, because it made me realize that the marketing background that I have is really helpful, right? Mm -hmm. So there was a yeah. part of me that thought, well, I'm just going to leave that world behind and go into coaching and and I'll, and I know how to run businesses. So I'll just coach people there. But then when you came along, I was like, whoa, I have so much more to offer if I can yeah. bring and bridge in this marketing piece too, whatever that, yeah. if it's like marketing their business or they're wanting to run a marketing or a creative business. It was, it was a really great turning point for my business too, Shemaine, when you came on board and it just made me realize like, oh, I'm kind of holding back all of the things I feel like I can bring to the table. So it felt like a really great kind of co-creation when you, when you came on board and you were asking me like, do you have an example scope of work you could send me? Like, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I think, you know, you really supported as well because it was all um, just real things like sending me an Excel sheet on how to do my pricing and everything. Just, you know, the, you know, the, there's the real normal day-to-day -day stuff, but you just need help in terms of building a business. And, and then there's obviously the bigger mindset things as well. So, and that's where, where you uh, supported me lot. Yeah. I think it's, it's great when you merge those things, because I think there are a lot of coaches out there that focus solely on mindset. It's really important. But there's also yeah. a part to running your business, which is tactical and logistical. And you need to be able to take action in those places too and build a real foundation for your business, which is built on reality. And yeah. you have to merge those two pieces to really get momentum in yeah. your business. So I feel like it's been a really great partnership that we've been able to kind of like bridge those two things is it's been fantastic working with you yeah. and thanks again so much for for being open and willing to be on the podcast no problem delighted to be here delighted to keep working with you oh, thanks Shemaine well we'll leave it at that you've been listening to business for humans don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and please leave a review so that other business owners can find the show Learn more at 
practica.consulting.com.